what's up everybody what the fuck is up guys what hey, is going boy. on hey, i'm just excited because i feel like we let me i'm back we back in the studio you know like we are together like drinking like we were like normal we got shots right now we have shots yes. right now yes. we're excited to like bring some new content we about to come out and hit y'all with some strong shit already like it's been a minute i feel like we're just excited I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, how y'all feeling? What's going on? I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like we need to celebrate that we've won, survived a pandemic <laughs> so far. <laughs> we made it through level two of Jumanji, right? Like, and now, like, now we're entering the Hunger Games. So pray for us, right? Like, exactly. it's kind of like we go from one Maybe to the odds next. Forever be in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's shit going on right now. So, but yeah. So should we take a quick shot to season three? Yes. Absolutely. Of the Pro Bitch Podcast. Yes, episode one. Air oh, tears Like an air tap? I can't get it. Okay. Cheers, bitches. Ooh. Okay, so that's some Crown Royal honey, and that shit is delicious. It is. Like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Good. That is good. But anyways, y'all, I'm just excited. What's up? Everybody's good. How's everybody? I feel like life is starting to feel a little normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like even during, like, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but, like, even during quarantine, like, we didn't have some shit happen for us. Like, shit is, it's okay. Actually, yeah. Like, it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. Uh-oh. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. For some of us. That's not oh. fair. You're right. You're right. Uh-huh. We'll talk about it. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, instead of our 30s moment, well, I guess this is kind of like our 30s moment, right? Just to touch base on some quarantine chronicles to kind of see what we've been up to during quarantine so i mean what's been up izzy so my quick quarantine if i could summarize the last was it been four fucking months now yes like we're in july we're in halfway through july and i ain't twerked my ass yet (sighs) it's so sad it is it's tragic but, you know, like starting off, it was, you know, March and I was working with the firm and everything just like quickly transitioned to work from home, which was cool. Um, our firm, like I said, like, you know, successfully was able to transition a lot of people to work from home and everything kind of just happened seamlessly, you know. Um, but my sister was actually in Seattle and y'all know, like in the beginning, Seattle had it really bad. Mm-hmm. So she her job had already shut down. But that first week that it hit us, we were like, dog, the whole country is shutting down and she didn't want to get stuck, you know, out there. So she came, she stayed with us for two months. It was nice having her around for two months. Um, But in the midst of all of that, I had started applying for jobs before all this shit hit. And I actually got a new job with the federal government. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. (laughs) Um, Yes, honey. Levels, bitches. Yes. Like, no, like, y'all know how stressed out I was all the time and always having, you know, a million projects. But now it's, like, literally virtually, like, no stress. And I got a $20,000 pay increase. I mean. (laughs) Yes. Um, so it's cool, you know, like the, I guess, trade-offs that I'm not doing like real design anymore, but you know, y'all know I've had my little side projects going on. So, I mean, that's cool. But other than that, it's just been like, it's like certain shit you take for granted. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like being mm-hmm. able to buy my fucking toilet paper, mm-hmm. paper towels. That was a mess. Yeah, that you shit know, was ridiculous. It was just like random shit that was like sold out, you know, like oil and we had to celebrate how many birthdays yeah. the last couple holidays. of months and holidays, mm-hmm. you know, have like really turned around. We didn't go to, we were all the, all of us were supposed to go to Turks and Caicos for yeah, Mimi's like, birthday. I'm still bitter. I'm Ugh. still bitter. Like my insides. I'm still bitter. I'm and y'all know, happy. I just got my motherfucking money back. Like what was just that, now like a, couple, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I just got my money back like three weeks ago. Dead ass. Yeah. See. So, so much. um, you so know, much. yeah, we ended up doing like something for Mira's birthday, um, just like low key, but still, it's just like been really tough to like not experience summer the way that you're like supposed to be experiencing summer, right? For sure. Like I'm a bit scared to go to the pool. They opened up the pool. I asked the lady. I was like, "Is people using the pool?" She was like, "No." I said, "Great," because then that means. <laughs> That I can go the only the one other positive thing that happened for me was that I was able to get a new car again. <laughs> 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 I got 0.5 interest, bruh. Like the first week yeah. we were in quarantine. Um, so I ended up buying a new car, or whatever. But like if you had money right now, like definitely that first couple of weeks of March was like time to definitely invest yep. and mm-hmm. shit like that. But 
Anyway, what about you, me? How's your life been? Uh, so I was on, I was temporarily furloughed the at the end of March, and unemployment was like a fucking nightmare. I could only like, imagine. I didn't get any kind of income until um, June, and it was like a week before I was supposed to go back to work. That's when I got it. But um, so I mean that was a little stressful, right? Like just not having any income. Um, but my family was a big support, um, which was helpful. So like you know we kind of just pulled together, and you know my mom is like a doomsday <laughs> like preparation person. So like when shit first started hitting the fan, like she loaded me up with like two boxes of food. Um, 40 rolls of toilet paper. That's like my mom. Like she just had on On deck. deck, right. And I'm like, okay, like I had like all of these cases of water, which I mean, I didn't have to use any of it, but, um, and outside of that, like, you know, we just kind of were support to each other. So it wasn't that bad. It was just like the stress of not knowing like if I was going to go back to work. And so I did start looking for a job. And just when I started seeing some prospects, my job called, um, let me know that I could come back. Um, and I was happy to go back just because some of the jobs I was looking at, I wouldn't be working for a health system anymore. It would be like an individual hospital. So mm-hmm. my projects and my experiences would, you know. Be confined. Yeah, yeah, drastically. You know, from a 47 hospital health system to one hospital, I wasn't really looking forward to it. But it was kind of like you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've been back to work almost two weeks now. Look so, at God. Yes. But in the meantime, <laughs> I um, started working on my yoga teacher certification. So she that kept did. me busy. Yes. yes. And I feel all enlightened and all that other shit. So yeah, you looking like, glowy and shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like I'm like 90% namaste, 10% I will fuck your shit up. Yeah, but I that's mean, good. That's good, yeah. Yeah, because like we was good. about like, what, 70, 30 before? Like, because you wasn't like too I'll fuck your shit up. But like yeah. when you got there, you was there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I feel like. You can't I've, lose I've learned, it. Right. And and I've, you know, learned about, about a lot about myself, too. So that was like good. really, really. And then it, it just occupied my time, mm-hmm. honestly. So right now I'm working on uh, my practice hours. And next month I'll be working on my um teaching hours so that the good old certification good because i need a coach yes, so ma'am, i got you okay I how to med- meditate and all that other shit yeah because you know I, I struggle with that yeah got yeah you. i meditate and be thinking about meditating like what the fuck just, it's a lot <laughs> did you just say i meditate and i think about meditating? <laughs> yeah meditate. like the fuck like it just be so much like i can't i can't get in the i can't like i try and then I fuck around and fall asleep. And then I'll be like, wait. Well, but that what? means that you you actually, if you fall asleep during meditation, that mm-hmm. is a successful meditation. Well, good to know. Because I was like, wait, that just missed the whole fucking point. Was I too high for this? Like, what happened? I was going to say, I was actually <laughs> about to ask you, were you high? Yeah, but I mean, not like, you know, because I don't feel like I get like high, high anymore. Crickets? Oh, okay. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Shauna's drinking. She's about to spit fucking I water. I was about to spit coconut water all over John's table and his microphone. <laughs> I had to really swallow that. Y'all know I don't use my throat a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Court. So, what about you the last couple months? How um, has COVID and the coronavirus? It shit got real for a minute. So, like, for real. So, um, I was at home. We got, I think I... My last day of work was like March 13th, March 14th, something like that, where I've been home ever since. Um, it was really hectic with my job for a minute. Like, I feel like um, I helped set telehealth up across our health system. So across our primary care, our specialists, people in the hospital. I mean, it was hectic as shit for a minute. Like, I literally felt like we didn't sleep. Um you know, as quick as we lay down to, like, get some rest, we were up, like, putting out other fires because people were, like, panicking. Um, it was crazy. But I will say, um, working for the health system that I work for is mm-hmm. great because, like, number one, they just be, like, they was on it. Like, they was on it. Um, we were one of the first hospitals in the state to set up the drive through like, clinics that was underneath our health system. Um, just a lot of stuff. So I will say that my resume grew professionally, I mean, like, tremendously during the quarantine like praise god for that like i could literally probably have one a one page just off of this job yeah um 
Yes, my boss is amazing. She is, she be trying to set us up for success all the time. So she's almost like super pushy and like mm-hmm. a go-getter, but like, and it's exhausting. But like, once you sit back and you look, you be like, ah, uh, okay. Right. Yeah. So then you earn like an appreciation for her, um, the drive and shit that she has. So that's been like really exciting. I did have to like learn some work-life balance. So I was practicing more on my makeup. In the process, um, that was my way of kind of, like, separating and trying to, like, completely do two different realms, right? Because yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, you know, if you don't come out of quarantine with, a, like, you know, like a craft or a trade or whatever. Fuck and I'm like, fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I feel like even if people, like, somebody like me who was always running, fucking running, 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 like, if I was just able to sit the fuck down for a minute, yeah, like, I feel like that was successful for me, right? Yeah. So I was able to focus on something that could potentially build me revenue but also you know what i'm saying like something that i like to do i'm in the process so i worked on that a little bit um i became like more health conscious for sure i mean not now that was like four months ago i mean i am but you know i kind of that shit was rough because you get tired of cooking every fucking day and then you're home all the time and you get tired of cleaning the damn doing the damn dishes every day every meal multiple times a day like you just get i was just burnt out i think after three months of that so i did start like you know picking up food and like telling them to drop that shit at the dough you know shit like that but um just definitely trying to get back into it um i grew like you know a couple of different business ventures so i work for like you know i'm doing like total life changes which i actually use the products i love it i'm lost some weight there doing my makeup um you know, like, got my little personal life together a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited. Let a lot of shit go. Gained a lot of shit in the process. There you go. Quarantine was good to me. I can't, I can't, awesome. I can't complain. I feel like we've all found some kind of way to make it work for us. Yeah. You know, and grew in some kind of way. Oh, so most definitely. That's what's up. Yeah, that's good shit. For sure. Okay. All right, y'all. So, when we get back. I feel like we gonna we gonna talk about these motherfucking entanglements. Entanglements. Okay, we're gonna have a discussion. That's the new word on the internet these days. On the internet, right? Like for real, <laughs> dead ass. We gonna talk about entanglements. Like, what the fuck is an entanglement? Um, a little bit like deep conversation about kind of what happened in that situation, like how we feel about it. I think yeah. we have similar um, viewpoints about some of the shit that was. The messiness of yeah. this. Yeah, and then, I mean, we're not even just going to dive into somebody else's cool shit. We're we going to tap into us. our own. Right, we wouldn't be us if we didn't tap into our own shit. So, yeah, so we're going to talk about our own entanglements and shit. We'll be back. All right, y'all. So welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, as y'all know, we already had told y'all we were about to be talking about these entanglements. Mm-hmm, so we're mm-hmm. about to just open up the episode with Jada and Will's conversation from the Red Table Talk about, you know, what is really happening and what's going on. So I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a homewrecker, mm-hmm. which he's not. I think so. I mean, because this is your Red Table and you like brought yourself to the Red Table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what? You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. Yeah, and then I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. I was... Okay, so... Part clip part number one that I feel like that we need to address. Kudos to Will for being like, bitch, a relationship. Like, what the fuck is an entanglement? Like, you're not about to make that, like, sound lesser than what it was. But I think his facial expression was, like, what really set it off. Because he was like, like, bitch, bitch, please. Like, what? (laughs) Right? So, I mean, I don't know what y'all think. Like, how y'all feel about it? Because I have my own thoughts. But, like, how do y'all feel about it? Okay, so I know we we kind of talked about this a little bit before, but, like, she really is not accepting responsibility for what the fuck it is. Like, she's dancing around the fucking subject. Right. An, an entanglement. Like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like, that just sounds messy as fuck. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, she's not really called. I don't. 
I guess, like, for me, it's like, why won't you call it what it is? Right. A relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? A situationship. A whatever the fuck it is. Like, you were fucking your son's friend. Period. Point blank, period. The end. Who also had some mental issues and was going through some shit and came to y'all for some help. But I digress. And you Anyways. broke his motherfucking heart. And he comes on TV talking about if he ain't never loved ever again or if he never loved again, he just happy that he loved. Like, but you fucked him up. So, like... Yeah, but she, I think she's lying to herself. And yes. I don't know if she's lying to herself, to Will, to the public, whatever it is. But by her calling it an entanglement, for me, it's like she's, like you said, trying to downplay or minimize the situation. Absolutely. What you think, Mimi? So when you listen to the full clip, Will talks about how this is something that they've worked through already. Mm-hmm. And including having to work through her the shit that she was going through in order for her to even involve herself with August Alcina. And she mentions about, you know, her codependency and, you know, feeling the need to help someone else in order to avoid her own shit. Mm. And I'm just going to tell you all in my, in my uh, journey to be a yogi, mm-hmm. that is one thing that I have learned is that typically when, we're supposed to support each other through life, but when we involve ourselves in someone's life and trying to fix them, it is a very clear sign that deep down, I'm not trying to address my shit, so I'm going to involve myself in your shit. Yeah, you that's know what real. I mean? So, like, I honestly don't feel like... I mean, I applaud them for addressing it publicly, but if y'all worked it out between y'all, it's nobody else's fucking business, honestly. Yeah. But I do feel like it was predatory on her part to even get involved with him because... He was going through shit. He was already broken. And then to you took avoid your broken dealing, ass. Right. You took your broken ass because you don't want to deal with your shit. Right. And preyed on this young man. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, what? His brain wasn't even fully developed. No, because how <laughs> long ago was this? Was he kissing on? Was we talking about kissing on tattoos? Was he talking about Jada? Are we that far back? Like first album? Are we like like where are we with this? Because I, I that's the other thing too. Yeah, like, I'm and sure. I'm sure it was like after he went through some things, right? But yeah. like, like he came he came to them broken, and then she started dealing with him. So like, I feel like it was predatory in that sense. You know she what I mean? She saw that dick. He got out the shower, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. She Honey. was like, what? Oh, you was a grown man. But I mean, like, she's Jada. I mean, like, she's beautiful. Her body's amazing. Mm -hmm. And you got money. You could have fucked with anybody else. Yeah. And so that you decided to take this broken person and fuck with this broken person. Child. Right. Tells you what her emotional and mental state was. And and it's just not okay. Right. But fuck everybody else. If y'all, if they work through it, I really just feel like them talking to the public about it. I mean, it's an extra step. Right. And like, let's be real. You know, they're, they had an open relationship in the first place. We all know their relationship was like kind of weird and bizarre anyway. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that they probably did work through it. But my whole issue is like what you said about her and as the person. So you bring all these people on the red table talk, right? Like you, yeah. you're the healer, right? Yeah. The table is the healing space. Yeah. And you had to bring yourself to the red table to have this conversation about it. Right. So. Like, I remember a year ago where he was on the show. Yeah. And he was talking about how Will and Jada brought him in Mm -hmm. and how, you know, he had all these, you know, things going on in his life. How did you end up fucking him? That's where I, I, I am just like thinking and I'm thinking like, I don't. That's where the disconnect is for you. For me, right? Yeah. Like, I, because I get it, right? You brought him in. That was somebody that obviously he was around your son and your daughter, so you had seen him, you watched him develop into this star that he was, mm-hmm. right? You were like a motherly figure to him. How the fuck did you end up with that? Like I, so I lost a lot of like the respect that I had for her. Mm-hmm. It definitely like, and I hate to do that because I don't like to do that with black women, but I feel like that was just so predatory to me. Like I can't get past that. And I'm not even saying that because why did y'all even feel the need to bring him in and help him anyway? Like, I don't I don't know. Right. I don't I don't know. But I mean, was I, it like a plot all along? Was like you and Will together on it because y'all know their relationship is weird. Like, because that's where my mind went. Like, y'all knew about this shit. Like, everybody knew everybody was probably fucking everybody. And now August got his feelings hurt because he got feelings for Jada. Yeah. And she wants some shit like, no, no, no. At, at young man, I'm still married. Well, so I don't think it was predator. I don't think there was a huge plot to bring him him in so that she could do that. But I, so I do think that it was in 
they helped him from a genuine place. Yeah. But again, people create a lot of like delusion around their bullshit in order to avoid dealing with their shit. And he ended up being a victim of her shit. A victim. Like real talk. Now, like that's the word. I guess because I feel like even people that are quote unquote healers, they have their shit. Like you I feel like you become a healer because you've worked through some shit. So I don't feel I haven't lost any respect for her necessarily because I'm like, I I feel like where I lose the respect is that she's dancing. If she's dancing around it and not calling a spade a spade. Yeah, because he was grown. Right. Not the fact that she did it, but just accept ownership around the fact that you did it. Right. And I feel like that's where my respect starts to one. Like, sis, just call it what it is. See, I just look at it like she's a mother. Like, what does that, not that that's a bad thing, but what does that look like for your son as like, that's his friend. Is that weird? Like, and I know I'm no, thinking think like I'm off all... tangent, but I'm just like, what the fuck was going I on? I mean, there? that's what I'm like. I, I kind of agree with you, and to the point where it's like, how did you get to that point? Because yeah. it's not like you know what I'm saying they met at an, a party or like you know what I'm saying they went off, they did them, or they started talking like you know because they hooked up at a party, whatever it is. You know, like you meet somebody, y'all talk, yeah. things go to the next step, like whatever it is. Like that's not how it happened. No, like you know he was in your house, you guys were helping him work through his stuff. Like you know he was having like real mental you know health issues, and like you end up fucking him and making him him fall in love with you and it's just it like there's like how does that even happen in in the house yeah and you you never know like maybe he wasn't physically in their house but if he's they're seeing him you know multiple times a day or seeing him often or whatever it is it's just so like when they explained it on the when they started talking about it and it makes me wonder too like did you get involved with him after you and Mm. will were like nah i'm done or did it start to get a little sketchy Mm-hmm. Even before then, I do wonder about that. But when they talk about it in the Red Table Talk, it's like they separated and she ends up dealing with August. But my thing is, like, I think that with August, if you're a broken person and someone helps you, like, sometimes you have a tendency to kind of fall in love with Oh, for sure. For sure. And I do feel like a lot of that was happening, but it was her job mm-hmm. to say, you know what? No. Exactly. Right. Draw the line. But because your ass is broken. Right. And you're you not just dealing with on your the shit. You're like, oh, well, this might, we could heal each other. Like, let me just hop on a dick real quick. I'm telling you, that's probably what happened. I she probably walked, you probably walked out the bathroom. This, this interchange of energy, we can heal each other by me riding your dick. Yeah, right. I feel like that's what, probably. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I swear she I think she's a little weird that, anyway. She convinced herself that it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about our own. Entanglements. Shall we? How would we define entanglements based on Jada's? Messy. I don't even know how to explain it. I just see like a web of like messy bullshit and it's got like entanglement. The, like the yarn, it. just like when the yarn unravels and it's just all like over the place. All over the place. Yeah. And you don't know how you got there. You don't know how to get out. Yeah. You don't know how to like make sense of un- none of it, but you just know it's messy as fuck, and and it feel good to an extent. That's yeah. why you so tangled. But up, you know right? that but it's you know it's wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and also, our Urban Dictionary would define it as a romantic or sexual relationship between two people, especially if someone is in a relationship or married. That was a well. Lot. That was a lot, and that was <laughs> great sound like that a you commercial. just. <laughs> but you just rattled that off. Do I get? Can we have a hand clap for that? Because that was like really good. Like I feel like I I feel like we need to like. Yeah, yeah. Like that was good. That was good. That was good. With a T. Good. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so, have we all had entanglements? Yes. Wait a minute. Can you repeat that one more time? though? I'm oh, impressed. Yes, because that was you just. Oh, ra- I, if, I wish I could like, see now you. Now it's pressure, so I don't know if I can. Oh, damn. It's pressure. It just came out. It did. Well, don't be pressured, and at the end, repeat that shit because that was <laughs> great. Anyways, okay. yes. Entanglements. Have we? We've all been there. Oh, fuck yeah. I just got out of one like a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) I literally posted on my Facebook. I was like, wait, so all these fucking years, that's what it was called? A fucking entanglement. I was like, well, I'd be damned. Well, Court, what was... You can give us a a snapshot, just a... It's a little synopsis. Okay, so I had met this guy. I was really, really young when I met him. Um, We both were dating other people. Um, we were friends first. It was great. We was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was some old, like, fine-ass, like, get money type. You know, y'all know. <laughs> so, um, at the time, I was out, like, 
being young, doing the most. And we were really friends first. Like, we were cool. Uh, we would go shopping and, like, all these places. Like, it was cool. It was nothing. Um, about a year later, we ended up, like, crossing that line. We had knew each other, but we still were in, like, relationships. Right? Like, I had somebody and then he had somebody. Oh, we be telling all on our fucking self on the show, don't we? God damn. <laughs> Sheesh. But anyways, uh, that shit old. But, um... Yeah, so, you know, it just developed over the years. And I'm not going to lie, like, I looked at the time when I met him, I think I was 21. When I actually got out of this, like, entanglement, like, bitch, I was 30. I'm 32 now. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I did have to have that conversation with myself. Like, how the fuck did you get here? And it's not even about the entanglement with him. It was like the entanglement of the shit that I had going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Because of him. Because of him. Like, he was the fork and the fucking spaghetti that just kept tangling that shit up and tangling it up. And, like, once I, like, pulled his ass out of it, I was able to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, really sort through that. But, like, literally, like, that was literally, like, the analogy that I felt like. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just constantly kept, like, swirling shit around in my fucking life. So I would get it straight, and then it would shift. And it was, you know, whether it was in and out of jail or whether it was you know, some of the financial struggle. And don't get me wrong, him and I did not decide to actually get into a relationship with one another until after I moved here, right? So it was really a fucking entanglement because we were doing all this shit and wasn't even, like, together. Like, we was doing our one, too. But, like, how the fuck we end up here with all of this, right? So, yeah, brief synopsis. Um, did you learn anything? Cha, I got a... <laughs> book um yes so I did um I feel like I'm gonna be honest with y'all I feel like because I'm so over it that it's really hard for me to like go back and like rehash a lot of it because I just it doesn't it's yeah. so something that I just don't give a fuck about like anymore you know what I'm saying like not saying that I don't give a fuck about it because it did like put me in a place to be like kind of who I am today Just over it but yeah so it was like you know trying to come up with these it was hard like three things lessons learned was hard for me um because I just feel like I have developed them but anyway so number one believe shit the first time mm. like when a when a person show you who they are and I'm not talking about the catty shit like in the streets about this person because people will do that in your relationship. But the shit that your gut is telling you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. When you feel like, listen, ladies, stop ignoring your fucking intuition. That shit ha could have saved my life so many times and saved the space that I was in. So, you know, that's number one. Number two, keep shit in perspective. If you're going to be in, in a fucking entanglement, don't be the August in the situation. Mm. <laughs> like dead ass. Like a like dead that. ass. If you're going to be in an entanglement, do not end up the August. Because, see, everybody was tripping because everybody was like, oh, nobody's saying nothing about Jada. No, 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 no. Because if it was a man, it they would have nailed his ass to a cross. It would have been all this, oh, he was young and it was this and it was that, blah, 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 right? But no, 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 no. It's the same predatory fucking behavior. Mm. It's just the fact that normally in this situation, ladies, it's us. We're the ones who have to make that decision whether or not they're, we fucking with these married men or fucking with these men who have relationships and shit because we think that we can handle it. But we have hearts, y'all. We soft, period. So at the heart, and, and as a woman, now that I, where I'm at, like, you don't want to be heartened all the time. That's not, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But that and ain't the nigga to be. better. Exactly. But that ain't the nigga to be soft with. So yeah, when right. you decide to, like, start, like, when you get in a little in -in feeling for it, go ahead and cut that shit off. It's going to hurt now, but it's going to hurt way fucking more in the long run. Keep that shit in perspective. Um, and then number three, if you, well, I guess it kind of all goes in together. Um, I don't, don't do it. Like as a 32 year old woman talking to my younger self, don't do it. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it for the, for, for what? Because once you, we at that age, when you're younger, even at 25 compared to the age that we are now, we're looking at completely different things than men. Right? Like my friend is at a great entanglement because they don't want a lot from each other. Right. He's not married anymore. They're divorced and separated. But that did not mean that they were getting together. That's not what that meant. Yeah. Right. They still got their own place. He still does for her. This and her entanglement. They got a good understanding. Right. Most of us don't have it. We don't. And it gets blurry. So I recommend don't do it. But if you do do it, you know what I'm saying? Like set your parameters and stick to them. Don't be an August. Or just don't be wavering on the fucking fence. Plant your feet, bitch. Like, don't be, like, wavering in the wind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of them fucking things that a used car lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, figure that shit out. 
Be sturdy about your shit. Don't allow the person. And if the man is catching feelings, cut his ass off. Yeah. Because they get messy too. Yeah. Right? They get, because they get crazy. Right. Yeah. Because now That's you're not true. giving this attention that they normally yeah. are used to from you or whatever. Like that gets messy too. So those are those would definitely be my three things. The main thing, bitch, don't be the August. If you're going to do the shit, don't do it. But if you do it, don't be the August. <laughs> Period. I'm done. <laughs> Today's takeaway, don't be the August. Like, don't be an August, bitch. <laughs> you are better than an August. You are not an August, okay? Who's up next? Go ahead, Izzy. Nah, man. Nah, man. Oh, you don't want to? Okay. So, I had an entanglement. Um, Again, like Court said, oh, we were friends. Right? That's right? how it always, That's how always, shit always starts. starts. But, um, like, so basically, I met this dude. I lived in a neighborhood, and I was walking the dog one day. I met him. And he like texted me or whatever. He was like, you know, I oh I, I do hair or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So I low key thought he was gay. And so we exchanged numbers so I could get my hair done. And he did my hair. And then while he was doing his, my hair, his girlfriend came upstairs. Oh, shit. And so he, clearly he wasn't gay. He was fine as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all know I stay with the fine ones. Yeah, she really yeah. do. <laughs> but um, so I was like, oh, okay. But he's one of those people that where. Y- y'all know I'm very standoffish, like antisocial, but he made a point to be my friend. He's texting me every day, like doing really nice things for me because we lived in the same neighborhood. Like I'd come home and my grass was cut, you know, like just like really building like a bond and a Absolutely. relationship and all that kind of stuff. And so eventually, I mean, a couple months, I mean, into the situation, I went over his house like for a movie night or whatever, and you know shit popped off, and I was like, "Oh, fucking movie night, <laughs> Netflix <laughs> and bitch chill." Bitch go get some dick. Let's that's what happened. No, I had no intention of ever smashing this dude. Yeah, that's how I felt about my entanglement too. But like, then after that, I was like, "Oh, it's right around the corner. I can walk down the street and get some A one. Okay, I'm with the shits." So. This went on for a couple of months. Mind you, he's a photographer. Um, you know, I know so about photography. He's, like, bringing me into his businesses. And, you know, we're, like, brainstorming, doing photo shoots together. His girlfriend's doing the makeup. I'm the production and lighting assistant. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to talk about a motherfucking entanglement? entanglement? Like... So it's me, him, his girlfriend, the model, my sister is doing like wardrobe, styling, like all this shit. Like the shit is messy and as fuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. And like, it just was funny to me how he could just sit there and have, you know, his bitch and his side piece, you know what I'm saying? Like working for him and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Oh, I know that feeling. That shit's crazy. So two things that really did it for me in the situation was like one. So he had these. He had this, like, real sense of entitlement, right? One night, I went on a date. I didn't come home, and um, I didn't text him because I was out getting some head. Like, what the fuck? I'm not texting you about some niggas eating my box. Right. So. <laughs> I mean, I might have, depending on the situation. But. But, you know, I get home at, like, 5 a.m., and at 6.30, he's banging on my door. Oh. Talking about some, oh, uh, I texted you all last night. You never texted me back. And I know that you didn't get home until after you just got home because I drove past your house at three or four and your car wasn't here. The audacity. Of these men. Oh. So we're arguing at 630 in the morning. My roommate comes out. I was like, yo, can y'all take that shit somewhere else? Because it's Saturday and it's early. But so like more like situations like that were happening mm-hmm. like more often than not. Um, and then it was kind of a mix of like you're then I became his best friend. So his girlfriend knew about me and being his best friend and all this other shit. <laughs> the thing there was two things <laughs> nailing the coffin for me and I'm trying to like wrap this shit up because this shit went on for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, but his girlfriend cheated on him. This man had the fucking balls to come to my house. And cry to you about and it. And sit at my kitchen table and cry his motherfucking eyeballs out. I'd have, I'd have dropped I never told that. you about that. You never told me he cried. Like, when I mean cried, he's a cancer. You know he cried. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> cried his heart out. Was like, I can't believe she would do this. I would die for her. I would put myself in front of a bullet for her. I would lay down on the train tracks for her. That's how my face looked. 
Mind y'all, my, my chin is on the fucking table. <laughs> That's the face that I had. And I'm sitting here like, um, excuse me, sir. Like, hello. We were just fucking like a couple days ago. You wrote a song. He was like very creative, did poetry, music, all this shit. Nigga wrote a song about us fucking in the hallway. But you crying because your girlfriend <laughs> fucked some dude? Oh, okay. So after that, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this shit. Like, and we end up having a huge blowout. We're not really cool anymore. He still talks to my mom on Facebook, but like, we're not cool because he was super petty and I just wasn't with the shits anymore. Like, how are you a petty bitch and you the problem with the entanglement? Like, I'm so confused. Like, the audacity again. So, yeah, that part. So my lessons learned were... It was just like general red flags. Like he didn't have any other male friends. And I feel like men that mm. don't have male friends and they only have either female friends or their girlfriend is that's their real. life or whatever it is. Like that's a big red flag for that's me. That's real. Like I can never have a male friend or a boyfriend like that. Mm -hmm. um, he always seemed to be like he was beefing with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always had these falling outs with people. And, like, he would tell me, like, stories and scenarios and shit. And, like, and you know, now in retrospect, it's like the common denominator is you, bitch. Yeah. Cancer You know, ass. cancer motherfucker. <laughs> um, I said that was, like, my first taste of, like, cancers <laughs> and their pettiness. <laughs> like, dead ass. I'm done with cancers. Um, I learned that, like, niggas really can't handle when their girl, like, turns the tables on them. Yeah. Like, you sitting up here fucking me the entire time. You know, and it got me kicking in your girlfriend's face, but then she goes and fucks some other dude, and you over here literally crying about it, like in tears. In tears. That happened in my entanglement too. Um, the audacity of these niggas is what I wrote. But like, just for real. But like, literally though, because that, that, yeah. And then you sitting there looking at them like, literally, what? Like, I'm sitting here looking at, at the kitchen table like this is not real right now. And I even said I was like, so not to be fucked up, but like, hello. I mean, you're the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. And he, like, lost his shit. Yeah, like, they act like they just did nothing wrong. Like, what the fuck? This is blah, di blah, that's blah. different. Mm -hmm. Like, is it? How, how, is you, how are you and I fucking different? Because you're my best friend, because you say that I love you, and all this other shit. Like, it was so bad to the point with, like, him and his mom didn't get, her, his girlfriend and his mom didn't get along. I would go visit his mom with him. His family knew me more than they knew his girlfriend. Like, people would be like, oh, my God, you guys are such a great couple. Like, the energy between you is amazing. And we would have to be like, Skirt. we're just friends. You know, like, it was just so weird. Um, <laughs> but, like, I mean, kind of like what court, court said. Like, that was the last time that I was like, I'm going to be a side piece. Like, I'm not being a side piece, like, no more. Like, and the thing was, I didn't even really get, like, there were times where, like, I felt like I was constantly getting my feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, he played this, like, ping pong game of, like, it was like I was on a pedestal and she was on a pedestal, mm -hmm. but then she was more important and then I was more important. Yeah, and then fucking with your self-esteem and shit. Constantly, like, manipulating people yeah. and, like, mm -hmm. you know, feeling like I'm, it's just like the feeling of being someone's side piece was just not a good feeling in it's the not. end. It's not. You know? It's not. It's not. And then you look at it from her point of view, too. Like, it drove her all the way to that. Like, she knew. She felt I, that oh, shit I, in her gut when she saw y'all. So it's like, when women cheat, it's like so many lessons in these entanglements, right? Like, because when, when women cheat, she was obviously pushed to that point because you got your side bitch all up in my, all up in my face all the time. Right. So I'm going to go do something that makes me feel good. Like, that same shit happened. That's so funny because I feel like that's a common denominator of entanglements, too, is that... They be trying to bring everybody around. Like, everybody yeah, be trying to, to be cool. Yeah, to make it not seem like what it really is. Right. Like, oh, that's exactly. my best friend, girl. I was this nigga's best friend for, like, 50, 11 years. Then the next thing she know, he living with me. Right. We dating. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck? Right. Like, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. So, oh, it was, so it was, like, like, so the last one for me was, like, don't fuck your friends. If you want to be friends with somebody, yeah. like, be friends. Like, don't cross that motherfucking line. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, at this age, I can discern whether or not... You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody is for me, and if they're that's not, right. like, Ooh, so real. don't fuck your friends. Like, just keep that shit strictly platonic. Like, yeah, you maybe you could be flirty, and maybe there is some energy between you, but I guarantee you, if you fuck them, it's not going to go the way you, you think it is. Nope. Um, yeah, and a more sad piece. Like, I just, I can't be a sad bitch. Like, yeah, I'm that's too bad for not that. my thing. I'm what? a bad bitch. That's like, what I was I'm, like, what no. the fuck I look like taking second to somebody? Are you serious? Like, you guessed it. Look, okay, Mimi. Ooh. Drum roll. We know she got some 
Some, some gems. So some. I was gonna say, but this bitch got some gems too, because they it don't even fit. They didn't even feel like it at first, and then it was just like, what the fuck? So I'll talk about the longest one. Okay. And the crazy thing is, <laughs> I recently was propositioned by this person to take the role of a side piece. Oh, wow! So yeah, that one, forgot. right? Started out as a friend, mm -hmm. right? Um. Hmm. Started out as a friend, <laughs> and I was the one that was already involved. And this person told me that they loved me and they had feelings for me, and I couldn't reciprocate that because I was already involved. Um, so there was a lot of like animosity between us because I wasn't reciprocating what it was that he wanted. Um, I was more so bummed to lose the friendship. I mean, like, the dick was amazing. Okay, right. But it was, like, you know, more so I was bummed about losing the friendship. Um, but once my situation was over, um, like, you know, we were kind of, like, hot and cold off and on, like, yeah. for quite a few years. But I did find that when I was, when I would end up in another relationship, there was an expectation for me to cheat with him because he cheated with me uh, when he was in a relationship and I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> the entitlement. Yeah, that was and I mean I I get the logic behind yeah. it like well I mean I was fucking with you when I was with somebody so why wouldn't you Or it was like he was here first type shit too. Yeah. Yeah, so, cuz niggas are possessive when yeah, it comes to that. So type of it stuff. was Yeah, I mean like it didn't end badly cuz I mean it hasn't ended but <laughs> Technically, it hasn't ended. It's just been off and on. And I mean, it is like an internal struggle because like I know it's wrong, right? And it's not something that I want. Like I've done all of this. Uh, and I think I talked to you guys about it. Like I've done all of this kumbaya shit. And then for me to fall for the okie doke. But like my internal struggle is like, but he does all of the things. <laughs> like all the things. <laughs> he feeds into all my fetishes. Like... That's hard to come by. I'm not even like. That's like, real though. There was, it was a phone call like, hey, I got some new toys. Want to come get tied up? He's like, okay. And you need that in your soul. Like that is. But so it's wrong as fuck. Like I it know it's wrong. So I, I still struggle with that. And I'm like, am I going to be selfish and get all the things that I want? Or I mean, am I, am I going to be this better person? <sighs> So, like, it's still a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in all honesty, um, emotionally, I don't think I'm where he is still. Like, what you mean? I, I just don't feel like I'm as attached. Okay. Mm, Does that make okay. sense? Like, yeah. it's like I care about you, but I, I can't, even if he didn't have a relationship, I don't, I can't say that yeah. I could be with him. Yeah. Whereas he feels like he could. Really though, because I feel like if that was the case, he would by he would be trying to do that more with you. I think he know how you feel for real. I, I think mean, he. Probably, I mean, like honestly, I feel like we're, yeah, like but that's probably why he hasn't pushed the issue. Yes. So I mean, and I'm because he like she don't really like I'm a thing for niggas be knowing. I mean, they be knowing what you do thing like. Yeah, he does all the things, but I do consider him a good friend. But like, there's a fine line between a good friend and you do all the things, and Ooh. you're the person I want to be with Honey. for sure. You know what I mean? Like, you meet needs, yeah. but you don't meet all the needs. So I'm not thinking. And then you meet needs that, like, you have more primary needs than the needs that yeah, he meets. Yeah, like right now, the or the things that he right can the meet. needs. Okay. Yeah, like the needs that he meets. I mean, like. So, like, if I had to make the decision between my fetishes and having a health, a whole healthy relationship, I mean, like, I would choose a whole healthy relationship. Gotcha. So, it's like, the needs that he, he meets, you're right, they are secondary. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But, I don't know if I'm going to just let him do all the things. I'm not even going to lie. And it, it's fucked up. I, and I already know it's fucked up. Like, I don't try to sugarcoat that. It's. I mean, I have grown more than this. I know better, but I still but am considering like, doing is, it. Well, okay, can I, like... yeah. How long has he been with this girl? Two years. Where the fuck are you going with this, Ashana? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> how serious is... But the thing, okay. But that's not for me to determine. That's fair. That's fair, okay. But at the same time, I, I know this... I shouldn't be saying this because I know this is... 
Like, you aren't the first and you aren't the last. Like, I had an entanglement. I had another entanglement where he was married or whatever. And I initially I was like, no, fuck it. It's fucked up. I don't want that karma, right? And then I turned around and saw all the other shit he was doing. And I was like, well, shit, I ain't the first. And I'm definitely not going to be the, the last. last. Right. So, I mean, that's, I mean, honestly, that's some well real shit. And here we are 12 years later. And he didn't got two girls pregnant on his wife. Oh, God. So, and I, I stopped messing with him just because, like, he was just real messy. Yeah. But, like, I'm just I, I trying, I'm saying. enabling right you are, now. And she saying, always does. I, that's why I asked her, where are you going with this, Ashana? I'm just saying, like, you probably weren't the first in the last two I'm years. Sure. And Oh, I absolutely was not. Like, I'm we have saying. these open conversations about, right. you know, the people that we've been with. Like, that's his thing. That's a turn on for him. He wants to hear about what yeah so like this is we have this transparency and this open dialogue so I, I know i'm not the first and won't be the last um while he's in this relationship but at the same time that doesn't mean i should take it upon myself to still involve myself in a messy situation like i'm looking at it from a perspective of me like is this is this really what i need to be doing and not only mm. that but that gets into my lesson, so we're not going to go there. Into, I'll share that later. But um, I wasn't another one. I was actually in a relationship for three years, but it was like when we would break up, he would like immediately get involved with somebody else because he was a uh, homosexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we would still deal with each other while he was in another relationship. Like this nigga was like sneaking in my back door. <laughs> With a man that you were previously in a relationship <laughs> look, with. It was like the look on my face. I'm like <laughs> sneaking in my back door. It'd be like, like that. He would want to come over, but she like she had a feeling, right? And it was crazy because when he started dealing with oh, this is so fucked up. <laughs> dealing with her, we weren't like over over. So I ended up having a conversation with her. So she knew, like, when he wouldn't come home. Like, she would drive around looking for him. And, like, if he would come over, he would park his car, like, two blocks over and walk. So that if she happened to drive by. That's so dangerous, though. It really was. And, um. The audacity. Yeah. And then. Yeah, so that happened quite a couple times. I, I, I think it happened twice. And then, like, he would come back. And I was dumb enough to let him come back. And then. Another situation, like he was dealing with another chick. And so when that was done with, she was like, I want my money back. Like she actually approached me in a bar and was like, he asked me for money. Da, 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 da. And I was like, what? oh, what you want me to do about that? And he said to her, he was, she said to him, she was like, well, why, why didn't you just ask her for it? And I was like, cause I'm not dumb enough to give it to him. Like it was, <laughs> so I always felt myself butting heads with these other yeah. women that when we were broken up, he would be with. And then. I would cheat with him, oh, yeah. and then we. It was. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about it now. Yeah, yeah but, but it's but just like, a lot. At the time, it was like really dramatic. Yeah, it was. It was so and like it was so draining. It was draining. It was dramatic. It never like it was always fucking something with him. Always. Yeah, like I was literally like when I would come home, it was like or when my phone would ring, it would be like, what is it now? Like, what do you want? You know what I mean. So, I mean, like, I have others, but, like, and I found, like, when we were talking about this and I had to come up with my entanglements, I was like, damn, bitch, what do you be doing? Right, like, it's <laughs> like, a lot. it's, what am I doing? So, I mean, like, honestly, I would say my lessons um, <laughs> that I would take away, when you're involved in an entanglement, when you're the, when you're the single person in the entanglement, you're settling. Point blank period, you're settling. Yeah. Like, all the way around, you're just settling for bullshit. Like, That's real. you're being lazy or you don't think enough of yourself to want more that's what you think that you deserve more like all the way around just i mean don't settle like you deserve more than half of a man yeah um secondly i would say it's also if you are the person that's in a relationship and you have a side piece it's selfish because if that person does develop feelings like Come on. Then what? Right. And right. Then, well, I never meant to hurt you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And right. then like, That's in right. all honesty, if your relationship sucks that much that you need to mm. supplement it, 
you need to remove yourself from that relationship or decide to work on the relationship. Cause I feel like at that point you're straddling the fence. That's right. You know what I mean? Like you're trying to make a, you got like this 80% over here, but you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go ahead over here and get this 20 because I want a whole, a whole hundred percent. Right. But when you think about it, you're not giving your partner even 80% of yourself. Cause you're out here entertaining the bullshit. And then what are you lacking that like, that you want all this 100%, but are you 100%? Exactly. Yeah. It's just complete Facts. selfishness. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, I just want to say, like, you have to fix yourself. Yeah. Because involving yourself and getting all messy with this other person, you're avoiding the issues that you have going on. Mm-hmm. Just like with Jada, she was completely avoiding her own bullshit. So, I mean, like, even if you have to step away from your relationship, or you have to step away from your entanglement, you need to fix yourself. Because once you go through the healing, you'll realize that you don't deserve this. And if you're the person that's in a relationship, your partner doesn't deserve it. That's right. Like at the end, like if your partner is so fucking bad or they've done such horrible things, why aren't you leaving them? Like real shit. Mm, That's true. If you aren't happy or your needs aren't being met, why aren't you leaving? Mm-hmm. And I've had someone say to me before, well, what if you don't find what it is that you want? So shouldn't you so just you go stay? A- so you settle? Why do fuck? I feel like I know where the fuck that came from? No. I would, know, I, would I know? I mean, you might. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, that but just like, sounds familiar. Yeah, but... I'm, I, I don't I don't know. I don't have that fear anymore. What if you don't find what you want? Well, then you'll be happy by yourself. Right. And that's the main thing. And that's the main thing. But that's the goal, though, too, is to have the ability to be happy with yourself. And a lot of people aren't. They're like, we've talked about this before. Like, there are men out there and women that will be in a relationship just to be in a relationship. Yeah. As a go between, as an in between. In the meantime, with the intention, like you said, of finding what they want, it's like, okay, I'm going to be with this person, do what I want until I find what I want. But you're not being fair to yourself or that other person. Exactly. And you can you really find what you truly want if you're not like all the way 100% open to do that. Yeah. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the space that I'm in currently right now, like one of the most important things that he said to me was he was like, you don't need shit from me and I don't need shit from you. Like that's what makes, you know what I'm saying? Like we didn't kind of. so good. Right. And he's like, we didn't kind of been through all the bad shit. Like the fuck? Like I feel like we know how to navigate that. Now. Right. You're a whole person walking into another situation. Exactly. You don't need each other. Exactly. It's literally just anything that they bring to your life is extra. Exactly. And it's a bonus, like a benefit because otherwise I'm good. Yeah. So like I know like with my deliberation, I'm just being fucking selfish and I'm being greedy. But I mean, you know that first step. All the things. But that's first step in the. Yeah, but is that going to deter me from tying a nigga to my bed and doing what I want? I don't know. I don't. But I think now, like you've grown and you have like boundaries and shit, and like you. Yeah, because if it was left up to him, it would be like, oh, like you would be in an even deeper entanglement, like times ten. So. Okay, ladies, this was good. Oh, this was good for episode one. I like it. I like it. I like it. So. So, I mean, you know, take our jewels of advice, right? Fix yourself. Don't settle. What else? Let's, let's Just recap. don't do it. Just, Just don't, don't fucking do it. And if you do and do it, be- like, be, don't be the fucking August. Yes. Don't be an August, bitches. Like, set your own fucking boundaries, <laughs> ladies. And stick to them. Boundaries don't move. Think about that. Brick boundaries don't move. Okay. Till next time. All right, bitches. All right.